Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, JC. Hello, everybody out there in YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter land. You will also be listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music Play, SoundCloud, Anchor FM, and our very own chrisannhall.com channel. You can also see us on Roku. You can see us on uh, Apple TV, Samsung TV, and Fire Stick. Can you believe that, JC? Got all four this time without tripping over my own tongue. Don't forget to follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Don't at chrisannhall.com. Or at Chris Ann Hall. At Chris Ann Hall on Instagram. I am at Chris Hall. I'm not quite sure why that is, but that's the way we are. So if you just search my name, Chris Ann, K R I S A N N E H A L L, Chris Ann Hall, you will find me in all these platforms. I'm on Parlor now, too. Oh, I just. You're moved. all the way up? I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I just sat down, my friend. Just sat Oops, down. Sorry. Do I need to go down again? Oh. You're up. I am up. Hey, is this some kind of short joke? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Are you standing up? I am standing up, right? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. Well, glad to be here with you guys today. Just in full disclosure, we are not live to you right now. So if you're chatting with us on the chat state on the in the chat room, we cannot reply. Why? Because we are teaching in Winter Haven, Florida this evening. Uh, probably right now we're driving to Winter Haven, Florida, F- Winter Haven, Florida, teaching on the red flag unconstitutionality of red flag laws here in Florida. That's weird. I wonder what I'm doing right now. I wonder what I'm doing right now. I wonder now. what I'm thinking right <laughs> now. So I know some of you guys are like, hey, we're, when, when you super chat us when we're not here, you're like, why didn't they mention my super chat? Because we're not here. But remember, please do support us because whether we're with you live or not, we still are with you. So I have a couple icebreakers for us today, JC, that I thought I'd look, that we could look at. Uh, this was something that I put up. If you're not following us on Twitter, you're missing stuff because we don't get to cover everything in an hour. And I don't have more than an hour to do this, so you're just going to have to follow us on all our other channels as well. Whether or not this is this is a tweet <coughs> from Omar that oh I posted my. on uh, Omar Oh My. Alien <laughs> Oh My Omar. She says, "Worried your mail-in ballot won't be counted? Whether or not, are you catching that? Whether or not you voted by mail, you can still." Vote in person in your precinct. Drop your ballot at the early voting center before 3 p.m. Find your polling location so you can vote once, vote twice, vote often in Minnesota. Is that great? How, how, yeah. how, how seriously, JC? This, you know, you know what I what I find most astounding about this? It's out there. Seriously, this is not some underground flyer that they're handing out at the DNC in Minnesota. <laughs> this is Twitter, people. She is, she is promoting voter fraud on Twitter. How is this, how is this not, I mean, this is a crime. Mm-hmm. How is this not contrary to, co- to, to Twitter's community standards to promote a crime? 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. You've had people arrested and prosecuted recently for the, during the riots and looting. Yeah. For encouraging it on social media. So there was a young yeah. man who was arrested and prosecuted because We're he said, "Hey, be go talking about that this Go to whatever week. mall and yeah. do this." So she so how is this different? In fact, isn't this more this egregious? This is more. I mean, this is, this is actually this person? is not encouraging. She's actually committing a crime by telling you to do this. Where's the 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 FEC? Hmm. Where's the Federal Election Commission bringing charges against Omai Omar? This is, you know, Banana Republic. Is she the multiple husband one, or is that Kalaib? I I don't know. I I thought it was the men had multiple wives. I can't keep them straight. The women get to have multiple husbands? Yeah, one of them. I mean, it's probably racist to me. It's one of of the Muslim uh, representatives that we have. I almost went there. I'm not going to go there. But seriously, this is an FEC violation. I'm just saying, like, I can't tell them apart. I, like, I, I, mix, okay, I mix up. thank you for I just mix, go ahead and yeah. throw it out there. I mix up the two. Why don't you just say they all look alike to me, <laughs> JC? Because then we'll really get slammed. I mix the two Muslim female <laughs> representatives. I don't think they look remotely like each one other. One of them, one of them. Oh, I just, I just Actually, I think it was JC. one of them. I tried to ch- straight, straighten out the bill in my hat, so I'm sure I'm <clears> signaling <throat> somebody out there. I, one of them married their brother, I thought was the story. I don't know. Like, there was a, <laughs> was she from um, Mobile, Lebanon? I, I mean, I don't, what is that? Mobile, Somalia? <laughs> I don't know, Where man. the Muslims marry the brother. I, I don't know. Oh, it was one of them. We're off Whatever. to a Censor roll us. Who cares? Today. It's the fact. It's a fact. It's news. I'm just telling you news. <laughs> it's just news. It's not fake Whatever. news. It's real news. Yeah. I, I, I promise you, it's the real stuff. Just ask me. Right. <laughs> you still have to work on your Trump impression because you, <laughs> you guys don't know it. I but channel he, Trump pretty he, well. He, ch- he channels Trump. He does a really good channeling <clears> of Trump. <throat> so he does Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Uh, he does a couple other people. I'm not sure, but he channels Trump well. He's got to he's got to tweak the accent. voice a little bit, but he but we'll he's got a, the whole spirit down. It's, we'll do a JC impression good. show one day. <laughs> JC, you are such a, a paradox. People are like, why is JC always so straight faced? And then all of a sudden, I get these texts. JC's got me in stitches. He's the funniest guy That's on. That's what makes on it radio. funnier. Like <laughs> you don't get that when you're, you know, because when you're normally just deadpan you know grumpy old man look and then all of a sudden you're funny that's it's greater impact hey you guys i got my t-shirts from godgunsliberty.com which which means we're back up and running with the production and i'm really excited i wanted to you know show you, were you last i was last you were the last in the queue i was last in the queue that yeah, hey skipped over you by know what like if 50 orders anybody's going to be last they sh- it should be <clears throat> Right. right. It should first, be. I'm, first shall I'm be last. Last shall be first. So um, I'm wearing my real women of courage, my Penelope. I'm sorry, my Mercy. Mercy's going to slap me in heaven. Mercy Otis Warren T-shirt today. JC's got his liberty over security, principle over party, truth over personality shirt on. Look, don't just pontificate, educate with your T-shirts. And that's what we do at GodGunsLiberty.com. That's what it looks like in blue. I'm almost wishing I got one in blue instead of the red color. Blue is very nice. And I'm thinking maybe I'll just go ahead and get a blue one anyway. Now that we're back up and running, you know we have coffee mugs too. This one because it's my favorite. Mm. Um, we have coffee mugs out there, and we 
also have a baseball cap. You don't have our picture of our baseball cap up there. I don't think. It, it's it this has this. It has the Chris Ann Hall join or die snake logo on it. Yeah, this is the mug that I have right now. Yeah. So I like it. Oh, here it is. There's the mug. Join or die. Chris That's Ann Hall. also what is on the baseball cap. And that is what is on the baseball cap. <clears throat> Embroidered. Remember, everything you purchase, what doesn't pay for the cost. Makes the car go. Makes this car go. Here's another Twitter, JC. I'm, I'm trying to really get people to look at this here in Florida, and I'm finding this crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. I found this statue in Florida uh, months and months and months and months and months ago, started publicizing it. Yeah. I'm finding it in other states, too. You need to look at your state statutes in your state. Uh, every state statute has a health uh, department statute. It'll be called different things, but you need to look for this. This 381.000315 in Florida says a state health officer can vaccinate someone if they refuse using, and this is the language from the statute, quote, whatever means necessary. Mm -hmm. Here's what I found very interesting, JC, that we have this article that has come out on USA Today. Because remember, when I first published this, I first started talking about this, people were like, oh, Chrisanne, you're just, you're just being over the top. That's not really going to happen. They're not going to refuse us. We have, we have religious exemptions. We have all these exemptions. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm not, and I'm not broadly anti, I'm not anti-vaxxer <clears throat> per se. I mean, some I are, some I am. <clears throat> I'm anti-force vaccination. I'm, I'm anti-making yeah. me do something. Yeah, right. Well, here not to stick me with something. If I say don't stick me, stick me. I mean, right. don't don't stick me. You know, don't some, stick the, me. the the uh, you know, because like I, I don't I don't know everything about every vaccine, but um, if if I ha- I believe if I make a decision not to have it, right, then then the government that's needs to business. respect my decision. Yeah. And respect that decision for my family as well. Because first of all, we don't go to your public schools. No. Uh, or any of that stuff. So. Mind your business. Mind your business. Here we go. USA Today. We have three doctors. Dr. Michael Lederman, Dr. Maxwell, or, or Mr. I don't, I don't think he's a doctor. He doesn't have a DR in front of his name. So Mr. Maxwell Melham and Dr. Stuart Younger. Vaccinations Explained. Yeah. So how do they explain vaccinations that we should mandate them? Mandate them. Here we go. Uh, When an effective vaccine is available for COVID, it will only defeat the pandemic if it's widely used, creating herd immunity. I thought herd immunity is what happens when you and I create antibodies. It's important to note that during the epidemic, there is no threshold above which protection conferred by the herd immunity cannot be improved. Thus, the more people who are immunized, the lower the risk for all of us, including those who are not vaccinated, right? So here's the thing. You need to make disincentives for noncompliance. And here is what America must do when a vaccine is ready. We need to make vaccines free and easily accessible. Exempt only those with medical conditions to immunizations. It's likely that more than one vaccine platform will prove effective. 
As was the case with polio. And as a result, medical conditions that prohibit COVID-19 vaccinations will be rare. Are you ready? Do not honor religious objections. And look at their explanation, JC. The major religions do not officially oppose vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number one, what you need to understand here is that a mandate on vaccination comes from the government. It is not the government's role to determine what is the tenets of a religion or not. And they're not even to to discriminate based on conscience and religious beliefs based on what the government decides to be a major religion. Which is interesting because at the very end, he says the only legal limitation on government or private action is that it not be discriminatory. Well, if you're saying there's a category of major religion and then non-major religion whose opinions don't count, that's discrimination. That is moron. That is discrimination. Do not allow objections for personal preference, which violate the social contract. What the hell is that? I don't know what that means. What the hell is that? What is a violate the social contract? I didn't sign any social contract. (laughs) I am not the party to any social contract. And Mr. Doctors, who are practicing law without a license here, right? Mm. Because, right, they're like the only legal. I I thought they were all DRs. Yeah. Are they going to come and start preaching to us about Mm. legal limitations on government and private action? Dumb retard, that DR. Is that what that stands for? Uh, it, it, it's another it, censorable no. statement. It's it's uh, it stands for. I think that I'm smarter than the universe because somebody told me I was. So, the whole thing, this whole thing, just ticks me off. First off, the whole religious objection things. You're going to discriminate straight off the top by holding me accountable to what some major religion classifies or not. See, here's the thing, JC. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm, you know, just do what they do. I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> that's, that's why I said in the tweet, it's a good thing they authorize them whatever force is necessary because they're going to need that and a sack lunch. Yep. It's not happening here, people. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for violence. I am not starting a war. They are starting the war. Okay? If you're going to call up, come all up in my Cheerios with a needle and stick and, and threaten to stick me, you know, threaten to stick my child, we're going to throw down. Yeah, if that's what it's come to, let the chips fall where they may. See, here's the thing. Our founders were freely able to speak this. It's ironic because, you know, they were actually subjects of a king. Right. They weren't actually free people in a constitutional republic, although it'd be hard pressed to tell that we are at this point in time. But they were not uh, they were not free people in a constitutional republic. They did not have a government where the people governed over their government. They were subjects to a king and they spoke very, very freely about their discontent with government. They don't get a speech like we do in Hillsborough County. The chairman gives a speech. Oh, don't say bad things about us if you're going to call in and talk. And then you have. The uh, uh, the the doctor lawyer pretenders trying to tell us that the government can mandate a stick in our arm. You know what's crazy? The Supreme Court has said that if you wreck your car and you kill someone, right, then only with a warrant can they stick you to get your blood. 
so they 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 can't stick you to get something out, but but, they but they're saying they can stick you to put something in mm-hmm. without a warrant, without anything, and using whatever force is necessary. So, uh, you know, I I just want some vindication here, JC, that I'm not crazy, that I was not speaking in hyperbole, that I was not over the top when I told everybody this is how it's going to be applied. Here's your doctor lawyer people telling you your religious uh your religious and conscious objections will be ignored. Okay? This is your soft precursor to what the government is going to do. How many times have we seen this? These little op-eds that float out there that sort of supposed to soften the blow of what the government's actually going to do. Yeah. Cuz we're so trainable in America these days. I guess some of us are trainable. Some of us are not. So what did James Madison say? He said conscience was the most precious property that a person owns. And now we're going to go, uh, you know, we're just going to go ahead and let government go against that. And by the way, JC, just in case people are unaware, you can thank uh, John Roberts for that as well. John Roberts, although Scalia has, or I'm sorry, Scalia, uh, Alito, that might have been some kind of a Freudian there. Alito has voiced his objections to the 1905 Jacobson case, but now Roberts has come out and said that, yes, uh, local governments are justified in force sticking people if they can come up with an emergency to, to justify it. Okay. But you know, when I teach the class at LibertyFirstUniversity.com, that class uh, called America Disarmed, Mm -hmm. when Gage, governor of Massachusetts Gage, took the powder from one powder house in Charleston, the entire colonies erupted and sent letters to to Gage and to Parliament, declaring, uh, uh, stating that Gage had declared war on the entire British colonies in America. One governor disarms one town. He doesn't even actually go and get their guns. He just takes the powder from the powder house. And in 1774, the entire set of colonies rise up and declare that one governor has declared war on all the colonies. And yet we have one state declaring that they can mass vaccinate us, force vaccinate us, and the rest of the union sits around and goes, geez, I'm sure glad I don't live in Florida. See, that's the unity that we miss in America because we're so busy being divided by politics, by Forced skin color separations, socioeconomic separations. Which means you're left on your front porch to defend yourself. Right. Which, by the way, I'm happy to do. And more than prepared. That too. That too. Speaking of division, I'm not going to play this whole thing because it's 36 minutes. But I thought we would talk about this for just a hair, JC. I thought we would talk about... Uh, Nancy Pelosi's speech. I know you've watched it. I'm going to go ahead and listen to it in my ear so that I can hear it again. At that time, Mitch McConnell said, 
We need to pause. Notice, J.C., that she runs out the gauntlet, throwing out the division. It's Mitch McConnell's fault that there are bodies in the streets. And this is where this is this sets the tone for the whole thing, because she's all about division and not even about facts. So let's go on a little bit. He hit the pause button and that since that time, since that 90 days, three point seventy uh, three million seven hundred and fifty thousand Americans. JC, I want to just stop there for a second because I have to giggle. Do you know she is under enormous pressure to not look drunk? Because she's always getting criticized. And now she's fumbled up on the numbers. And you can see the stress. She's like, (sighs) I need a drink. (laughs) I need a drink. Why do they always put me out here to do this? She's stressing out. (laughs) Americans have become sick, have been added to the infected list. 3.75 million people added to the list. 77,000 people have died. Tens of millions more people are out of work. Clearly, the virus did not take a pause. When sometimes some of you reporters ask, why can't we resolve our differences? I want you to see how vast those differences are. It's no wonder we have a vast difference because this administration and the Republicans in Congress have never understood the gravity of the situation. For months, and even until now, they have ignored the science. They called it a hoax. Miracle, by miracle it would go away. I'm a deeply religious person. I believe in miracles, and I believe the miracle of science will help us through this. Magically, it would go away. It was a hoax. JC, I am just, I want to leave this up. I'm not going to show anymore because I don't think it's necessary. But look at this. This is just partisan garbage. She's like, oh, I believe in miracles. The the vaccination will miraculously, or or the the virus will miraculously go away. The whole thing continues in this tribalistic assault of how, Everything's the Republicans' fault, and right. they're they're bad. I mean it. It's a it's a transparent, you know, electioneering commercial. Uh, and then this is why people hate politicians, right? You know, and really both sides. When you see e- either side, but particularly this hack, it just it's all about attacking the other side. That's all that. It has nothing to do with anything but smearing someone. Come on, you blame Mitch McConnell for coronavirus. Really? Well, where, and and this is the whole thing. I mean, how can they? I'm no fan of Mitch McConnell, but come on. Here's the thing that that bothers me is where in the world is all this stinking money coming from? Right? So first off, let's just be Captain Obvious. The federal government doesn't have the authority to redistribute money for anti-hunger and food assistance, anti-eviction and rent assistance, testing and tracing and safe schools. This is not the role of federal government. This is theft. This is extortion. And she fully goes into emotional extortion. Did you catch the part where she says, now let's talk about the children. We need to talk about the children. I mean, how freaking pathetic is this? And you have to know, just looking at this, that these numbers are lies, right? 
No, does anybody actually believe that these numbers are true? Seriously. I, I, Democrats I, do. Do they? Yeah. I, I don't know, JC. Seriously. I, I have to have a faith in this world. Just pure, it's just tribal. I mean, because people buy into this tribalism. Look at the comments. At least Nancy Pelosi isn't under grand jury investigation like Trump. Like, what does that have to do with yeah. this? So, you know, the, the tribalism appeals to the people that they think like that. This is the, the tribe members of the Democrat and Republican Please parties. Please help Pelosi. I need to feed my family. Yeah, okay. See, here's the other thing that's really, really odd, J.C. We have moved into a political era of oddity. Why in the world is the Speaker of the House giving weekly press conferences like a State of the Union address? Mm-hmm. What, what exactly is the... Well, she's the, the leader of the opposition. I have a question, Did, and I, I don't make fun of anybody with a, with a speech impediment, but is this, is this something... Uh, was she always like this, or is, has this been something that developed? I don't I, I know don't the re- answer to that I question. Maybe I've... some of our more seasoned listeners can chime yeah. in and tell us. Has she? We go find some old videos. Has yeah, she always know. had this, or right. is this because she can't keep her dentures in place? But you can see that saying. she so was uh, obviously she was obviously frustrated and frazzled yeah. when she got those numbers. So you know somebody's beating her in the head, Nancy. They, you, you know, you're a. It is well known in D.C. that she has a drinking issue, right? Because we've seen her bills of the alcohol the woman consumes. It's all public Hmm. record because she charges us for her alcohol when she goes on trips. Wow. So it's it's not something that is that is even publicly disputed that the woman has a drinking problem. So when people are joking about her being drunk her when she slurred goes, speech her slurred speech they're not actually joking so it is well be, known she's done damage to her her brain or whatever is going on there. right right something something but nonetheless we have such unconstitutionality right there in that picture uh that's just i, I don't know jc it's 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 incredible to me where do the where do these american people who are on this chat in this chat room listening to nancy pelosi talk where do they think all this money is coming from obama stash obama stash i don't know yeah he's like a magic elf you know the pot of gold the obama stash they're still drawing from the obama stash please pass something nancy we need real help not phony trump orders Well, you know, we went over Trump's executive order yesterday. Trump's executive order actually does distribute money. Mm -hmm. He doesn't constitutionally have the authority to distribute money to the American people either. Right. But, you know, she, Pelosi, I don't know if you saw this, JC, but Pelosi held her little press conference after he did uh, the executive orders and said that they actually do nothing at all. Yeah, but you see how this apathetic are. Our politics are and our system of government. Our at this understand point, of civics that it's a competition to see who can spend the most, mm-hmm. see who can rack yeah. up the most debt. I mean, yeah. that's her little graphic there is bragging on how much debt they're adding to the American people. Look, look at how much money we're Dude, wasting. Look at how much over, farther we're putting in, into debt. And over notice five hundred billion. By the way, billion no, people. Well, first off, that's not 
that's what I was talking about before. This is a, a fraction right. of what they're spending. So notice the remaining uh, three to six trillion that goes directly to to expand government. That's not on the graph. Right. Right. Only only the little bones. Right. The bait that they throw out to the American people or allegedly give to the American people. And don't forget, it's it's your your money that they're giving your back money, to you. your money. And you can say, well, saying our money, you know, they got it from the Federal Reserve, but the Federal Reserve gets its gets its money, prints its money based on our right with capital. you. Yes, you are their capital. You are. We are the chattel. Exactly. We are the chattel. We so are the what is that called? The the um, collateral so for whatever just, they print. So really, they're not just spending your money, giving your money back to you. They're spending you. Yeah. So we're supposed to be impressed by this graphic of look, look how much we want to enslave you. Right. Right. This ought to be a, a GOP election ad. The GOP doesn't yes. want to enslave you as much as we do. Look how much we want to enslave you. Is this a pro supposed to be a pro GOP graphic? Yeah. Like if you understand it, then that would be the comparison that she's actually making. And the cries in the chat room for government help, government mm -hmm. money. And, and, and again, JC, it's because people don't realize. Not our chat room. Not, not our chat room. No, no, no. Not our chat room. Where I'm Pelosi talking about speaking. the Pelosi YouTube chat room. Um, people simply do not realize anymore. There's absolutely no connection between the fact that tax dollars are our money. Mm -hmm. It's ours, people. It's absolutely ours. So um, that's that's the way this works. Well, and, e and even what they take from the people is not enough to satisfy the insatiable appetite of expansive government. So they take they take this trillion dollars from you, from the people, then spend six trillion dollars yeah. from the Federal Reserve and, you know, money created out of thin air, well, which leverages you and your children for centuries yes lowers your standard of living lowers the value the purchasing power of the dollar which enslaves you to the point where the american people are on youtube begging nancy pelosi to send them money by the way and if, if we were not the cattle for yeah. the federal government if we were not the cattle for federal right. government we would not have to beg nancy pelosi to send us crumbs from her table because we would be an independent, free, prosperous people in which government begs us for money and not us begging government for money. Well, and you would also not be wrestling with international bankers and corporations for th the privilege of operating your own country, running yeah. your own life. Because that's the other thing as the... Uh, the government leverages you and your children and your grandchildren and your great grandchildren into debt, indebts us to the central banks. Then that also then positions this bankster class, this class of international bankers, this this uber global elite to then be in control of everything and everyone. Right, right. Well, and so how is anybody supposed wanna, to be impressed by this? O only if you're completely ignorant of what is actually going on. 
You want to talk about the pharma fascism. That's the new word going around now, pharma fascism. It's not just pharma fascism is like a subsidiary of the big bankers. Right. They own the pharmaceutical companies. You can't Pfizer and Merck and all those guys. Those guys are have bosses to answer to. Their funding that they get, their money is funneled back to the same big bankers that hold the notes. Let me put that back up there. The same big bankers that hold the notes that are going to be paying for all of those billions and then the trillions that didn't actually make it to the chart. We should just walk around in cow costumes and go, moo, because that's that's who we are to the government today. My dream is everybody arms up. Right. And then in a single day, everybody switches to cryptocurrency. Doesn't use one single Federal Reserve note ever again. And just like that. They're totally thrown off. Totally. We're unshackled. But then that's why you need to arm up, because then they're coming after you. Right. To, to bring you back in the system. Right. But wouldn't it be amazing? Like everybody. When a cow leaves the fence, the dollar, they don't just let you run. Drop the dollar at the same time. Drop these Federal Reserve notes. Boom, that's it. Of course, and the thing I think about the cryptocurrency um, economy is then who owns the electricity and the network. Like, you you can go solar, okay? So mm -hmm. you go solar with that. But then who owns the, the telecommunications network? This has to run over something like that. So that'll be the new ruling class. The cryptocurrency owners? N Who owns the no, internet? No, the, basically, yeah, the because telecommunications the network, because you have to have something for it to run. Right, on. exactly. That's the superhighway. The, the only thing the not. That's the only thing it's not. Like oil. Yeah, that's It'll the only thing like not decentralized the, yeah. in that whole economic vision. Yeah, see, I, I was thinking about that when we were listening to that podcast on cryptocurrency. I kept yeah. thinking, you're independent, independent as long as you have your own internet. But when you don't have the, the media superhighway, somebody else has a finger on the button on this media superhighway, yeah. then, then in boom, so you're, you're done, you're broke, you got nothing. So you need almost a peer-to-peer -peer network itself. So in other words, like your, your, phone, your phone is a node, your phone is a node, mm -hmm. like I don't need anything to run on, but we're close to each other, then we can exchange the they currency. They have that. They have those VPNs, and well, you, got, you can but touch still, phones that, and but share But yeah, it stuff runs that over. Way. It runs over the infra infrastructure of the internet. What I'm yeah. saying is, to, to be totally off that, kind of yeah. like ham radio, just shoots it through the mm -hmm. air. So you would need independently operating devices that didn't depend on going through someone's satellite, going through someone's fiber optic cable, whatever. Because because they own those things. Some but some corporation or government. Uh, owns and operates and controls the lines over which the cryptocurrency has to travel, right? Oh, yeah, they've already set all that up in the federal government over, I mean, they were really working hard on that when so, Obamacare, so they thought so it, it was going to be, be a, like free yeah. internet for everybody. No, 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 it was about taking care of the money, the controlling the network for the money highways that were coming. Right. And he talked about having the switch, the internet switch, the, the kill switch, switch, the kill switch. Yeah. So you, that's what this is all about. Controlling so the, the money thing, highway. So the, the technology to go along with, because they keep talking about, you know, the internet 3.0. All right. But it seems to me that, so that's about the different, 
operators and uh, uh, the how how it runs but nevertheless it's still the same infrastructure same it's the same physical infrastructure so it seems to me uh you know if you if you really want to leave the control of the banksters then you need a internet 4.0 which is like a ham radio style that would be cool internet that would be really so cool surely all there's somebody I, all out I need there is my own device to you communicate with another device run it solar too, and not have to go over anybody else's lines of communication i am absolutely certain there is somebody out there with the brains and ingenuity to make that happen yeah because you know that's the the big rage the cryptocurrency and it's uh it's anonymous and and uh uh, you, you know, the, the record in the blockchain is unchangeable, blah, blah, blah. But all that still runs on the Internet. Yeah. So that's the, that's that's the weak Which link. our feds have conveniently taken control of when we weren't thinking about cryptocurrency highways. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's, it kind of reminds me of so people that uh, like if like if you want to be your your um, live off the grid kind of mm -hmm. home. OK, so some people go. A, a ver do a version of that so then they have the solar panels that give them uh power during the day but then they're hooked to the grid at night so they're not right. fully independent right so at any time you know the the electric company whoever could shut that off right. and you're in a bind because you have no actual storage right so you have to have battery storage incorporated right. Uh, right. to get you through the night and that sort of thing so th that's kind of how it seems to me so that um, that lack of battery is you're still having to run off the internet infrastructure. So then, then cryptocurrency is not that full vision that the people talk about of being totally independent from government and you know corporate controlled money. Right, 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 absolutely. You ready? Uh, you know, back to the Pelosi thing for just one second, JC. People are always like, well, it's great that you point out the problems, but what's the solution? Well, we talked about the cryptocurrency solution. We need somebody yeah. that can do that. The Nancy Pelosi solution is is really the same thing. Which, by the it's way, that's an when I the, the the internet thing. That's an extreme. So that's a, that assumes okay, we're gonna they're gonna totally shut down the internet to stop you from doing that. Uh, no, but maybe they unlikely. Could, they, but they could, could cut, silk rose you. They they could close down sections. Yeah, they could silk rose yeah. you. They can take your access. Right. Because they can do that. So if right? you're not con not in control, you could be in control of your own currency like that. But if you're not in and you have to be in control, really, of your own electricity. Right. All right. And, but then if you're not in control of your own Internet, then there's there's still uh, there's still a piece missing for complete. Right. Complete independence, complete currency independence. Well, and that's the solution to the whole Nancy Pelosi thing is to stop being a cow. You know, st you need to be independent. How do you get independent? You start working at the local level. We were talking about the trillions of hidden spending that happens at the federal level. It happens at your state level, too. Mm -hmm. Your state governments have become just as corrupt, but with smaller, you know, you know, I, I think of the whole uh, uh, monopoly game, right? So your feder our federal government is dealing with, like, park place kind of property. Well, your states are dealing with the, the orange and, and, and green properties, <laughs> all right? So we're talking about the same kind of corruption, just not with the same access to money. 
right? Because the states are standing in, in the soup line begging money from Nancy Pelosi, too. But when they get the money from Nancy Pelosi, then what happens is they sock away and they trickle down what little bit you get to, knowing the whole stinking time you're the only reason they have any money to begin with. Yeah. So th- we've got to break free from the shackles of this mental slavery and become an independent thinking people again. You ready for a uh, fake news minute? Go for it. Fake news minute. Louisiana Supreme Court upheld, upholds black man's life sentence for stealing hedge clippers more than 20 years ago. Okay. Now, when you read that, that is outrageous. Yeah. Why would the Supreme Court uphold a black man's life sentence for stealing hedge clippers more than 20 years ago? What's interesting is I'm about mandatory to, minimums. These are well, no, no, no. Well, kind of. Yeah. But this has to do with the whole flaw in the system that we've been talking about. This is not just simply mandatory minimums. This is uh, what we call um, the, uh, the three strikes laws. Habitual offender. That's yeah. what was coming out yeah. of my mouth there. Three st- and I habitual think in Florida they call offender. it three strikes laws, and then it morphed into, what do they do, 20, 40, 60, something like that. Well, that, that. has it to do like with violent crimes. Yeah. That's violent crimes. But a habitual offender is, doesn't have to be a violent crime. Right. It just means that you have. So let me explain how this works. When you are, and I'll tell you from Florida's perspective, because that's what I did for a decade, right? So you have these sheets when it comes to sentence recommendations. It's, it's mathematical. Mm-hmm. You put in their entire arrest conviction record, right? Right. Based on the gravity of the crime, they get certain, certain points. points. Mm-hmm. Once they reach a certain number of points, that's when the minimum mandatory things come in. Right. Mm -hmm. So you would get a life sentence, obviously, for murder, Mm -hmm. but not all murders get life sentences. Right. So it's it's first degree premeditated murder that gets you a life sentence. Yeah. So you can murder somebody through manslaughter, through second degree, not get a life sentence. But when these when the criminal background, when the habitual offenders, habitual felony offenders comes in and they get all these points, now all of a sudden you're getting capital punishment. Well, I guess not death penalty, but life in prison in mm-hmm. my mind is pretty close to that anyway. For minor things. For minor because things. Some, because something you did before. So, right. So you could have, <clears throat> so you could personally, personally be trending better. Right. Right. So you, you, you can actually you be without a crime. For a long period of yeah. time. And mess up on something minor. Mess up on so something what, minor. So what ends up being, you know, some small mm-hmm. traffic infraction that turns into a criminal violation probation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then you're now all of a sudden you're going to prison. So for here's years. the thing. He was convicted in 1979 of attempted armed robbery. Uh-huh. In 1987, for possession of stolen things. I'm not even quite sure what that <laughs> means. but And at this point, a possession of stolen things could be just somebody's self... Well, not in mm. 19... 
87. But you know what I mean, yeah. right? Bad so check. A, he, he was attempted forgery of a check, which is a, 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 what we call a worthless bank check. Could be, even be his own check and that he, he wrote more than was in the bank account. And simple burglary. That means burglary without a weapon. Burglary, that's B&E, breaking and entering. Yeah. yeah. So burglary is I broke into somebody's home with the intent to commit a crime. Mm-hmm. So burglaries, a lot of people think burglary is about stealing stuff. But burglary is just entering into someone's curtilage, their home, their window, their yard, mm-hmm. with the intent to commit a crime. Uh, so, uh, of an inhabited dwelling in 1992, all before his 1997 arrest, for a failed attempt at stealing hedge clippers. By the way, so the simple burglary charge would, would imply that he didn't actually steal anything, that they had to prove that he had an intent right. on Stealing something okay, or, or, or committing some crime. He didn't actually commit a felony when he was there. They just uh, proved that he that had, he, he had, had intent to do that. He intent to do that. So a lot uh-huh. of times, what that happens is is what we call burglary tools, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he had a pocket knife on him. Maybe he had uh, some some wire clippers or something. You sure. know, something that equates to a burglary tool. And some of them can be really, really ridiculous. JC, you just simply have a screwdriver in your pocket, mm-hmm. and now you're a burglar. Right now, granted, you shouldn't be going onto somebody's property or breaking into somebody's house, but I'm just explaining to you how this works. So, the man's life sentence for a failed attempt to steal a set of three hedge clippers is grossly out of proportion to the crime and serves no legitimate penal purpose. Well, I think that we can agree that number one, he was not sentenced to life for stealing hedge clippers. He was sentenced because our penal system creates a, a second-class citizen that you, even though you do your time, mm-hmm. even though you fulfill your obligations, you are never freed from the system. So previous crimes, even after you serve your time, are held against you. Are held against you, yes. They have to be, well, they, so they you're, have to you're be convictions. Basically, yeah. you, you have... This is this is what I've that's always bothered me. So you have they give you a sentence, right? And it's implied that that sentence, your time in prison, is for that crime, right? Right? And then that's that's the you know the end of your sentence. I was released, but in fact, it's a lifetime sentence. It is a lifetime. Every sentence. sentence under this system, no matter the severity of the crime, becomes a lifetime sentence. Yes, yes, because you are not only. Are you a convicted felon for the rest of your life? Which means you you lose your rights to defend yourself. You lose your right to vote. Even when you haven't committed violence, haven't taken anybody's life right. or committed violence against anyone. You, right. can, you can still, they can still take your fundamental rights away from you. Absolutely. Deny them. Which you, I think is yeah. outrageous. Yeah. And now people are beginning to see because of this that not only are your fundamental rights denied... You are forever a criminal. There is no, there is no doing time in America. This is, this is, and this ought to be held to be a violation of fundamental principles of a cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Every you sentence s- is a life sentence. Every sentence is a life sentence. Now, what's interesting is the way that uh, CNN... Uh, hedges this to be a a racial thing, and it hedges it to be you know about stealing hedge clippers. Right. Yeah, so it, you can be. It's you a can black think, man. It's in Louisiana. Yeah. Obviously racist. I think they even they even mentioned about 
the only judge that dissented was was black. Yeah. But this this wicked system is applied like that. Like there yes. are victims of every race, creed uh, in Gender, the system because women, of this. Yes, this is this is a system because it is a mathematical system. So if, if you just it is a, literally a sheet of numbers. If you just released the black victims from prison from this system, you wouldn't even scratch the surface. No, no. Because it happens to everyone. It is a mathematical equation. And that's why uh, this, is, this, is all, this is all race baiting, JC. This is nothing more. What's interesting is Snopes actually did something about this. Can you believe hmm. that Snopes came against the CNN article? They called it a mixture of fact and truth. In what's true, Snopes says, as to the CNN headline. I'm just shocked that Snopes actually did this, right? In July 2020, the Louisiana Supreme Court upheld the 1997 life sentence of a black man who was convicted after he tried but failed to steal hedge clippers. That's the true piece, okay? Mm -hmm. His life sentence under the state's habitual offender law was not based solely on the burglary attempt, but on his four prior convictions, a law that mandates an offender's not a black man, an offender's punishment be increased based on criminal history. Now, the other side of this, because... Catch that. He, he, his, his, th- that's how these habitual offender works. Your, your punishment is actually increased beyond the crime because of past convictions. Which means you're continuing to be punished for the past convictions. Continuing so it's like to double be punished. jeopardy. Yeah. Um, but now, the other side of this, because you, you face this as a prosecutor as well. So people argue, particularly in, say, um, drunk driving, because it's different. This What's bizarre, mm-hmm. it's different for drunk driving. Mm-hmm. So in the drunk driving, at least in, in uh, Florida, you couldn't look at previous, well, at least in the prosecution of the case. So you well, couldn't bring in Well, the that's case. the interesting thing, JC. If I'm trying this man for stealing the hedge clippers, mm-hmm. I cannot mention at trial Right. His previous convictions, just like the drunk driving thing. But when it comes to sentencing, he can never, ever escape them. But so see, the jury can't know about them. But it seems to me if if the if the law is doing what the law is supposed to do, none of that should matter because you justly try a person for that crime. Right. Okay, so you you deal and you with each individual offense. you should justly punish someone for that crime. Right. And 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 the so thing why would I, why would you why would you even need ah this kind of system? I'll tell you why. Okay. Because people are not punished for their crimes. Because people because because the system. Because here's what you have: you have angry people when people who get away with murders. Uh, who, who murder somebody and then get a slap on the wrist when people commit actually uh, real egregious crimes like like drunk driving, vehicular manslaughter, and they just get a tap on the wrist. We don't fix the system by justly punishing people according to the crime. We fix the system, like in the regulatory communities, by adding two punishments and getting people overtime. So in other words, we make an unjust system we, we see the we see an unjust system mm-hmm. and then make it more unjust we add things to make it more unjust yes yes 
and that's the, and and that's the the same thing that comes up with regulatory agencies. Why do we have regulatory agencies that regulate our factories and our businesses and our whatever? Not because government regulations stop people from doing bad things better than laws do, but because throughout our early history, big corporations, people with power in communities who owned these businesses were committing crimes that caused employees to die. And because they had money or power or influence, they were never tried or convicted for those crimes. So instead so of So you fixing make a system that squeezes so, everybody. So you make a system the the non-powerful. You you again because the judicial system squeezes the non-powerful anyway. Now you have the regulatory system that squeezes the non-powerful anyway under the guise that hey, we can as government have greater regulatory force than our criminal justice system would have. Now you've created an entirely different corrupt system where the, the government now enriches itself through regulations and the powerful people still get away with the violations. You and I can't put a pond in our backyard America. without going to prison, but, but uh, the chemical companies in Westlake, Louisiana can do dump so much toxic crap in the water that Westlake, Louisiana is the cancer capital of the world, according to St. Jude's uh, Cancer Center. Is your, is your show supposed to make me hate my country? <laughs> you don't hate America, J.C., you don't don't misplace this. This is not a hate of America. This is the hate of the corruption. And that's what we have to p make people see. The Constitution is not the problem. The organization of our government is not the problem. Our problem, number one, exists because the people do not hold the government accountable. So then those in government create layered tiers of government so that, that the cows so on the bottom... The cows on the bottom who fund the whole program, right? We are the collateral for the entire program. The tiers, based on their influence, their money, and their and their power, you know, you're on tier one, two, three, or four, and then when you sure. get to five, you don't even know who these people are. Right. They're shielded because we're at the bottom looking up thinking, what do we do? How do we control this? You know what you do? You pull the plug. That's what you do. You are the energizer battery that, f that keeps this system going. You need to cut off their power to you, and that requires independence. Be independent, people. You know, there's no reason in our society with the technology that we have today that we should be dependent upon government for anything. Makes sense. And that's the solution for the day. Read between the lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Got anything you want to add before no, we No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I feel very informed. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm trying to to be focused. Uh, I, I've I've Good. made like a New Year's resolution to be a little bit more focused and a little bit more solution oriented. So keep your powder dry. That we become something that is even more valuable than we've been before. Remember, if you want to support us, please. Whoops, sorry. Go to libertyfirstuniversity.com, become a student. That is absolutely the best way to support us because then you become a, a part of the solution as well. You can also go to godgunsliberty.com, purchase T-shirts and uh, mugs and baseball caps. That helps us. Sweatshirts, hoodies, jackets. Oh, sweatshirts, hoodies, and jackets. Yep. Great. You can also go and te te text IMPACT2020 
888-382-3377. No, we did not pick those numbers. It will ask you to enter your email, ask you to enter your name, and then follow the instructions on the link. It's a little bit of a system, but you can support us there, too. Sounds good. Thank you, guys, for your super chats. Thank you for all your support. God bless. We will see you tomorrow.